Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. From the newsroom to the nursery. We're juggling a demanding career on live television with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. I'm Karen. And I'm Ingrid. They are Anchor Moms. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Anchor Moms. This week, um, we are joined by an, a, very, uh, a very important person of my inner circle. Not Ingrid, not Karen, but my <laughs> husband, Brian. Hello. Hello, hello. Welcome, Hi, Brian. Brian. Welcome. Well, thank you, ladies. Thanks for having me We're on. We're glad to have you. And and if you're just listening, you can't see this, but Brian has dressed up pretty nicely for us today, <laughs> everyone. Very snazzy. <laughs> yeah. He's got like the blurred background. He's like knows what's going on here. Should I mean, we tell was... them should we tell them why why you're blurring your background? Well, sure. Why? I mean, basically because Katie hates my office, which is, I like to remind her, it's a working room. Like, this isn't a museum. You know, this isn't like a showpiece. Like, I, this is my actual office at home. Kind of like, you know, a garage. A garage is <laughs> all the time. I mean, you got to do stuff in a garage. I got to do stuff a, in my office. So, but hence, the garage is in the garage. The office is in the house. Well, sure. I mean, listen, if I had my druthers, I'd have a three-car garage, and my office could be down there, et cetera, et cetera, but, you know. Moving out, okay. Doesn't, it's not happening. Yeah, Brian's office is a hot mess. It's literally a major source of contention within our our marriage, so I couldn't, what I really didn't want, you know me, I'm like a neat freak, I didn't want my friends to see. Hold on, guys, I've got show notes, I've got show notes here of all the, all the rebuttals I want to go over with you. Oh, are we we getting into it already? Yeah. I mean, wow, like, right out of the gate. I was like listening to some of Greg's stuff last week and it was like ding ding ding. Yeah, that's right. It's like there's a whole difference between man cleanliness and women cleanliness. So, there, you know, we, yeah. we get into that, you know. We're clean and you guys aren't. That's the difference. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I got up this morning, I cleaned dishes, I put stuff away, like, you know, good Wow. you know. You know, the difference is I don't mow the lawn every day. I mow the lawn once a week. Like Katie likes to vacuum every day. You know? No, I. Katie likes to mow the lawn too. I was just gonna say, I'm Katie sorry. Who's lawn. done most of the lawn mowing? Okay, that's because you'd like to mow the lawn. The analogy I was trying to give, like, you know, this isn't Augusta National outside. That's a golf course, ladies. A very fancy golf course, but you know, I'll mow the lawn. We know what that is, Brian. <laughs> then the lawn is mowed. I don't have to keep mowing. Katie will vacuum and then vacuum again and vacuum again. And that's because you have a toddler that throws stuff on the floor every single hour of the day. Uh huh. And, and a husband I mean, like, throws yeah, things like on the floor on a, as well. Like yeah. stepping on a Cheerio. It's just all part of like, life. You know what I mean? Like, it, just, it can't be perfect. You know? Okay. Um, to our listeners, I think you've already realized we saved the best for last with our intro dad. <laughs> we are. Maybe. Like, I just feel bad because poor John came on. He was the bravest. He went first. You know, like, he's the media guy. He's savvy. Greg. Greg was so nice. Like, you know, like, he's got scientific things about the hydro 
you know, hydrophobic qualities of cornstalk <laughs> like that. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, hold on, guys. Like, you've been bashing us men now for how many weeks on the podcast? Like, all right, get to your article. Year. Get to your article. Enough. Almost get to your article. All right, Brian well, let's, our yeah, first article. Back up. Let's hear the science behind your rebuttals here. So let's get into it. Oh, the, the science? Well, I, I, here's what I'm saying. I think that the anchor dads, and I think I'll give John credit for this, proposed and you guys heard about this, Karen. I think you were listening into our conversation, which is a whole nother. That's another thing we could we could talk about. I was uh, not listening in. I was down there chatting with I, you guys I for know, a minute. I, I think Karen and Inger could both get like hired by communist agencies as spies because you guys are good. Like Karen's inside of like a duster, and like it's really a listening device because like. You know, like same thing. Ingrid will be like, "Oh, do you guys want some cookies or something, or maybe whatever?" And like the next morning, Katie's shining like a flashlight in my eye at three in the morning. Like, "Oh, heard you had two mint juleps last night, and I heard you, you know, said this." Okay, you got to get to your article. Like, you got the first article, okay. kid. Let's Before I get to here's my last thing. I think that Dad should come on. We want to hear like edited clips of things that the ladies have said, so then we okay. can rebut them. Like. Ingrid, you know, picking on John for how he unloads the dishwasher or, you know, things mm -hmm. like that. So, like, just just little things we've heard over time. I think that'd be a good future episode. I think yeah, it would be funny. Well, yeah. we're excited about it. We'll, we'll think about it's, it. It's been noted. Okay. First okay. article. <laughs> okay. The first article <clears throat> that I might have picked out or Katie might have picked out. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. Edited my choices a, a little bit. Um the title is, Hello, Please Stop Man Bashing My Husband as a Conversation Starter. So um, I have noticed that this happens a little bit. Uh, and I think there was even a, a mention on a previous podcast about like what, what men talk about when like their wives aren't around. And like, I don't think we bash our wives. I think we talk about like fishing holes. And I think we talk about like barbecue and, and different things like that. Or like how to make a good mint julep, you know, versus like, you know, Complaining about you lovely women, if that makes mm. sense. So I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, you guys have listened in. You, you know, right? Yeah. Oh, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about behind my back. <laughs> so this article comes from the Huffington Post, and it's basically um, a wife who says that as she's listening into conversations um, with her friends, with her neighbors, that she's noticed like start part of the conversation starter. Um, is that other moms are bashing their husbands. So she talks about she's working up in her office and she hears her husband answer the door while he's taking care of their um, kid. And the person who's at the door is like an aunt type person and is like, you know, basically like, what on earth is daddy doing looking after you, kid? Like that, you know, should never happen. And then she talks about she's having a conversation about her vacuum cleaner, she and her husband with uh, her neighbor and the neighbor, when the husband starts to weigh in on the vacuum cleaner, the neighbor is like, oh, stop. Like, what do you know about vacuum cleaners? And she kind of just has all of these examples. And she basically says, like, actually, her husband does a lot of like the domestic work around the house. And she's just like not going to partake in this um, husband bashing anymore. She thinks it's like pretty unwarranted, at least in her household. That's the gist of the article, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Um, I, thank you, you know, thank you that we all agree on that. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I, my favorite part of this article is when um, she says that um, they treat us like an Alexa. Did you did you read that part mm -hmm. of the article? Like, uh, wife, can you please get me this? Or wife, can you please clean Where up this, my shoes? Crushed, this crushed Cheerio? Um, <laughs> I mean, good for her 
for two things for a having a husband that is maybe more domestic than her she's lucky I think that that's in the minority but also um recognizing you know how she is talking about her husband especially with strangers you know I you know I don't you're right Brian I don't want my husband talking you know badly about me behind my back I want him to say nice things about me behind my back because I hope that's how he feels about me it's just, I don't know how to explain it. I'll, I'll put it this way. If I, like, for example, maybe get in a fight or something with my husband, and I'm telling Katie and Karen about it, I want them to then give me a direct example as to the last time they got in a fight with their husband to make me feel better <laughs> about my situation. Like, I, I want someone to be on my side. I want someone to say, hey, my husband does the same thing. We got into it the other day about the dog food or whatever. It just makes me feel better it's, a, it's therapeutic. I don't know if it's a female thing, but that's just kind of how I see it. No, I, it's yeah. funny. I agree. It's funny as you say that because, like, I think, first of all, like, I don't think you guys really bash your husbands. I think it's like, the, mm -hmm. I think this is more of like a light, okay, this is more of like a lighthearted, like, take on it. Like, oh, you know, yuck, yuck, yuck. Like, our husbands are all idiots. Like, they can't do anything. Like, if we left them home with the kids, blah, 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 what would happen? And, like, there may be a little bit of truth to that, but it's just maybe a different style. It's like, it's like vacuuming. Like, I like a clean house, too. I just don't need to vacuum every day. Katie disagrees, I can see, from her facial expression. So I, th I think you're right. I don't think it's like uh, you guys aren't, like, hardcore bashing. But we do the same thing. Like, hey, can you believe what my wife said? Am I out of line to think that it's ridiculous that I should, you know, get to go play golf in the morning and then mountain bike and then go out at night? I mean, there's nothing wrong. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, yes, right. Yes, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't I, Yeah. I think, I think it's too, like, just a difference, you know, you know, I think about, like, how old men just talk about the weather, like, as a stereotype, men talk about sports, like, that's just kind of your, if a group of guys are together, that's your common denominator, that's your, the start of the conversation, hey, did you see what happened in the game last night, that's just kind of how you get into it, and I think for women, a lot of times, unfortunately, at the expense of the husbands, that's kind of the common denominator, right, we all have these husbands, and I would say, 90% of the time, we're, we're doing a lot more than they're doing. And so it's just the easy in to say, oh, you know, can you believe what my husband did? You know, whatever. It's just this um, way to kind of connect with other women and kind of vent a little bit, but also just kind of have that um, way to kind of bring all the women together in the conversation at first. Um, and, and I do, I will say though, Brian, I do agree that and I will admit that I have sometimes done this and I oftentimes find myself saying something or complaining about my husband. And then later I'm like, you know, he really doesn't do that very much. Or like, maybe I just said that because everyone else was saying similar things about their husbands. And so I felt like I kind of had to chime in, but to your point, I, I think we should be careful about how much we do that. We don't want to throw them under the bus just to, you know, make conversation with other moms. I think it goes both ways. I think like, one of the things, I, and I don't know when I'm allowed to use my like word of the day or whatever, or, like the topic, but I think it came up from one of these other times we're all hanging out. It was like, I have this whole thing that I like, little rant I'll go on about like man skills or like even I'll call them dad skills, right? <laughs> and there's like, again, talking to Mallory this morning, like besides the anatomical things that we cannot do, Ingrid, like men, yeah, like we're still expected to change a diaper and feed a baby, but also, you know, change a tire when it's flat or wire a light in the house 
uh, that, that somebody didn't think I he's, could do. He's very you know, excited like, about oh, it. Like, let me, I'm just saying, like, let me hang out with the kiddo. Let me do bath and bedtime. And then I'm going to run to the hardware store and fix a light switch. Like, again, like, that's just like a, that's good dad skills on the run. And you guys do it too. Like, it used to be that they were very set. Like, here's what the lady does. Here's what the man does. Like, and there's no mixing. Like, I love my dad. I grew up in a household. Like, my dad, he can't cook an egg. He never did laundry. He never did any of those kind of type things. But we, as like current dads, we do that kind of stuff all the time. Maybe not Greg with laundry, I heard on the last podcast. But, you know, um, you know, I just, I just think we have to do more. But also you guys have to do more. Katie loves to mow the lawn. Um, she's not going to change the oil. But, you know, are you funny? No, I'm not going to change the oil. <laughs> but yeah, also, I mean, I my, husband, my husband says the same thing as you. He's like, you know, well, you know, Maybe I'm not doing any laundry, but I'm also, you know, taking care of our finances or something mm -hmm. that's maybe hard to see that's not tangible. But he's like, you know, I'm still here are the hours of the day. I'm still doing something for our family. Yours are just different things than me. Yeah. It's which, the same you know, that with we, different, different things. Yeah. yeah and I, I think mean, one thing, some days, some days. I think but, some, one thing that we've realized too, at least for our situation with three young kids, like someone's always doing something. Like, there's just a lot to get done, right? Neither mm -hmm. of us are just sitting around sipping coffee all day. Like, we're all doing stuff. We're both doing stuff. It's just a matter of exactly whoever said, you know, what you can see. You know, sometimes I forget that he is doing stuff that I can't see. Paying the bills, you know. As Brian mentioned, he does all the car work. Like, that's all stuff that's very important that I cannot do or I don't do. So, yeah, we should remember that there is a lot going on maybe that we're not. Um, well... Okay, Same. but let me ask, because there's the two of you are here, Brian and Katie, w would you say one of you has more downtime than the other person? Because that's kind of a sore subject in my household is, yeah, maybe you are doing lots of other things, but also there are several hours in which I would be doing things when you are using that time to maybe watch Sports Center or play Nintendo or, <laughs> you know, do something, something, you know, some self care or something like that you know yeah. I think in moms in general fill every single moment of our day with mm -hmm. something for other mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. when dads mm -hmm. are really good at letting themselves enjoy life which I think is great and it's something that I am trying to work on but and sometimes my husband has to say you need to go do something for yourself you know you need to go get a drink you need to go do those things <laughs> Are you and raising your hand, Brian? I'm raising my hand. Raising yeah, my hand. so that's, so, okay, so let me present that to Brian first. Yeah, so I would say, like, and I think Katie would agree, like, a huge point of contention in our relationship is, like, is, like, those kind of things. Like, you know, one of the reasons I love living where we live is, like, I love going out in the woods. Like, like there's no gyms open in North Carolina anymore. Like, my exercise is, like, ride a bike in the woods. And I really do it once a week, you know, is, is what I do. And, and I know that it's a chunk of time, especially if, like, if I'm going – like this weekend, I went to DuPont. Awesome. It's an hour away. And I rode for three hours and an hour back. That's a long time to be gone. But I'll say to Katie, like, go out with the anchor moms. Go have a socially distant drink. Like, go for a run. Like, I, I, and I've even suggested, like, let's get a babysitter on a Saturday morning. And I'll go do this and you go do that. And then we can spend the afternoon together as a family. And that way, hey, we're all working hard. We're all doing whatever. But then let's, let's what's the point of all this if we're just going to work and then you know, sit at home and not enjoy what we're doing. So, you know, whatever your thing is, like, I know, like, try to get Greg into mountain biking, but he'd rather fish or be on a river. But like, <laughs> you know, again, like, figure out what it is you want to do. And also for you guys, like, 
I kind of like try to get on to Katie, like, hey, start running again. You used to run a ton. Like, take that up again. Like, sign up for another marathon because at least, you know, then I can feel like I'm doing my share with watching, watching the kiddo. So. Okay, Katie. No, I will say this. Brian does a lot, um, a lot of stuff around the house. But, you know, Brian and I got married sort of like late in life. Brian was almost 40 by the time we got married. And so he had lived on his own for a long time. So he can like definitely do laundry. Just outed your age, Brian. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry, thanks man. a lot. Um, They've been married for 15 years. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I do appreciate the things that you can do, unlike a lot of dads. But I will, I will say this. Occasionally, you'll say things to me like, my dad never went to the pediatrician with, with my mom. Like, my dad never did a dish. And I think to myself, yeah, because I, though I love your dad, I would never have married your dad. Like, I never, I'm not going to say that I'm grateful and thankful for stuff that like, I'm not going to say thank you for doing your own laundry. You know, those are the kind of things that kind of like drive me a little bit crazy. But I guess as I'm reading this article, I'm, I'm feeling like a lot of other women do not have someone who does that sort of thing. So I'm going to actually give kudos to myself in all of this because I feel like I know I never would have married someone. I never would have married someone who could not provide for themselves and be independent. Um, you know, beyond that, Brian has like a stressful, has a really stressful job. So I feel like in terms of like who has more downtime, I would say both of us are like, if I'm doing more stuff with River, you're doing more stuff for work because it's just the way your job works out. So I'm like, maybe that's like part of like, you know, the problem with mountain biking and all of that is just that like, I feel like it, things to, we're in short supply of like having our own things to do and time for ourselves and it's maybe something we should work on right yeah I will say of all three of us women here do you guys feel like you have like a real hobby um it's being a mother that's my hobby right it's right Katie do you have like really uh, a hobby I mean I have like hobbies that are not I mean like aren't fascinating but like I I like I read and I do like to work out and I do both of those things on a weekly basis, but you know, but I those mean, are those like, hobbies. Like, no, I mean, I don't I feel yeah, like, like everyone works out and reads, right? Yeah. What's that? I, I mean, everyone works out and reads. I feel like at least amongst oh. like, like, I thought I was special Ingrid. Is that what I you're mean, saying? Oh, I mean, like, <laughs> listen, like, I are you a crafter? No, there's no, like, there's no, no dads I know. I know that are like, there's no dads no. I know that are sitting downstairs building like model airplanes or putting together a train set. I mean, no, like, but I mean, no, no one else is a hobby either. Like everybody else is like, just trying to make it be like, I'm working. I got, one, two, or three kids, depending on who you're asking. Yeah. I might sneak in a run. I might sneak in a bike yeah. ride or, I, you know, that sort of thing. Like, That's nobody's like, hard. you know. I would say, I would disagree. I, my point of saying that was, I feel like most women don't really have that thing that they love to do. I feel like Gregory loves to fish. He loves to mountain bike. You know, you love to mountain bike. You like to play golf, right? John likes barbecue. Um, <laughs> you know. I, 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 like I, I Ingrid's like husband just eats. <laughs> No, he does other things too. But my point is that I feel like there's very tangible examples to me of what a lot of men, like, if I say, Gregory, you got a day, he's like, okay, great. I'm going to go do this. Yeah. You know, if he says to me, you've got a, a day or even a half day, I'm like, Ugh, I guess I'll go to Target and get some stuff that we've been needing. I guess I'll squeeze in a run just, you know, for my own. Like, I just don't feel like women have the same like hobbies that they love to do as men. Yes, Brian. So is that our fault then? I guess what I'm saying? Like, like if you gave me like a free weekend, it's literally like, 
mount, like I'm going to go on a big old bike ride. I'm going to ride my motorcycle. I'm going to whatever, whatever, you know, try to do all these things. It's like, I will have no problem filling that time. In fact, I'll that's need the problem. a couple. That's, yes, that's, a couple that's the problem, man. It's, right it's called, there. it's called mom. No, it's, it's called yes. mom guilt. Like we feel guilty. Mm -hmm. I, for the past four years, I haven't enjoyed a single moment. I haven't enjoyed a single moment by myself because I'm worried about what I should be doing. Anger is about to break down is, over here. Like, this is the rest of my life. I can't enjoy anything. Well, I will say this. This is why Brian's always like, can we get a sitter on Saturday and I can go mountain biking and you can go to like a spin class? And I'm like, no, because I so River doesn't see, I don't see River in the mornings, Monday through Friday. I'm not going to put her with a babysitter. When I want to like be able to see her and spend time yeah, with you her feel on bad. Saturday morning, but Brian's mm -hmm. like, I'll mountain bike, no problem. We got to sure. move on. It's just um, yeah, this yeah. is a great article. We're I'm never going to get to yeah. any of these other articles. Yeah. Okay, let's get to article number two. Anchor Moms is brought to you by Wilderness at the Smokies, the Smokies' largest water park resort. Get out of the house and into the wilderness. In other news. So this is the science of dad and the father effect. Um, I love this. This is, so just so you know, this is, the father effect is the benefits of parental presence. So this is talking about uh, when a father is there, all of the wonderful things that um, happen to the child in that family. And if the, if the dad is not there, all of the negative things that can come, the consequences. So uh, I thought this was interesting. Apparently, scientists just kind of recently started studying this, this father effect. Um, and this wasn't something that they'd really looked into before. But now they're trying to get a lot of data on how children are impacted by whether their father is around or not. Um, and so it goes through a lot of things, but um, it's just some really interesting, you know, a lot of scientific info about how much it really does benefit kids to have their dad around. And one of the things that I like kind of blew my mind, which I guess kind of makes sense now that I think about it, but they recently discovered that when you are conceiving, yes. um, that the my men, mind too. right, that the men's sperm, whether the guy has been, say, drinking a lot, uh, not on a very good diet recently, when when you conceive, that can have an impact on the child. So it's not just the mom and what she's putting into her body, but it's the dad as well that that directly impacts the baby uh, during that conception period, which I thought was crazy. Uh, but there's a lot of other. Uh, examples too of how children are impacted by by their fathers and how much they're around yeah it's called epigenetics how lifestyle choices impact impact the dna i mean that is insane like for example if, yeah if you're a binge drinker it can lead to heart disease etc so you know i have a really crazy, good right? idea i think what? the more mountain biking people do the better shape they'll be in the healthier the kids will be in the long run so dad I mean, you're not wrong are just I, I know. I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of joking, but I'm not. I mean, like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, you want me to die of a heart attack or do you want me to live a long life and, like, you know, have, we'll have healthy kids? So, hence the need for, uh, you know. So, we should allow you immediately, all the men, to do whatever outdoor activities they would like. Just I mean, go for it so that okay, you can make within, our children healthier. Reason, I'm just saying I should probably step it up to three days a week on the bike and, uh, you know, mm -hmm. we'll have a healthier kids. <clears throat> okay. So, um, one of the other. Okay, go ahead. Oh, no, I mean, some of the stuff I understand is like, is like dad 101. Like, hey, mm -hmm. if you're incarcerated, your kid's not going to be a good kid. Like, if you're yeah, around, yeah. you know, you're, you're probably going to have a better effect. It's like, so we certainly knew that. But like, Karen, you just said this. Like, think about this for a second. Like, 
oh, hey, we're just starting to figure out that we should study dads in this whole parenting thing. Like, oh, really? Like, come on. And it maybe it speaks to like the way historically moms have been more the, the caregiver. But like, I think it's interesting that they even admit in the study, like, yeah, we really haven't been paying attention to dads too much. And like, you know, whether or not they even need to be involved. So I think that's sort of telling. And I think, and honestly, this article scared the bejesus out of me just because it was like, you know, yeah, like, like your kids, you know, pr promiscuity when they're a teenager, like, I, that's it. Like, I'm, I'm selling my mountain bike and me and River are just going to hang out like every, you know what I mean? Every, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, Never leave start, her side. Yeah, she's not dating until she's 30, like after like yeah. somebody. The other thing, you know. um, one of the other points was that infants are smarter at one years old, yes. one year old, if the dad is involved, which kind of blew my mind that you can, you know, see in a one-year-old, which obviously is very little, their intellectual level is higher if the dad is around. That's crazy. I mean, they're not really talking yet, you know? Um, I like the that... section when it talked about good dads are incubated, and it talks about, it was generally understood years ago that dads existed just to teach their toddlers to walk and their kids to play catch, not to handle baby stuff, but the past few decades of research suggests that the earlier dad gets involved, as you were saying, Karen, the better. And like even fathers who are actively involved in labor are already developing relationships with their children mm -hmm. and leads to a stronger attachment to the baby, which cracks me up because it reminded me before we had River, Brian wanted to be one of those like 1950s dads who like their wife goes like, behind closed doors, <laughs> has the baby and then like somebody smoking a cigar. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like what's wrong girl. with the waiting room? NFL games on. I'm smoking my cigar. Like, hey, congratulations and hand out cigars to all the other dads in the waiting room. Like that sounds perfect. And like you know? drink your like glass of scotch. And <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, be, like, yeah. and they all live happily ever after. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's just it's I mean, because, you know, the, years ago, that really was the way it was done. Mm -hmm. So it's just interesting to see how things have like evolved and developed yeah um the other thing brian to your point about the 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 puberty and in, in girls it talked a lot about the the dad's impact both on on girls and on boys and it said that the father effect uh is the same um for boys and girls until puberty so in those early years whether it's a, a son or a daughter uh, there's no difference having the dad around or not. So I thought that was kind of interesting. But then when, when they hit a certain age, you know, it's very critical whether it's a boy or a girl to have that father around for different reasons. I think the thing I like most in this article, and I think this is definitely relevant in our relationship, is like the unique touch of, of dad parenting versus mom parenting. And it talked, I think the example it gave, like dads are better than teaching their mom, you know, kids how to swim in their moms because they're less overprotective. Like, this is funny because when we had got little swim lessons for Riv, like one, Katie, it was like a bunch of moms in the pool and me because Katie wouldn't like go in the pool because the water's wet and like whatever. So like fat dads <laughs> in the pool with a bunch of other moms, like it was like a little bit weird. Um, but also, like, sure, Riv, like, Katie. okay, so hold on. That that's, is the that's water's a true freezing. Story. The water is freezing at the YMCA. <laughs> I am not putting on my bathing suit and like hanging out at the YMCA with, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just, I'm, that's just not my thing. It was like cold. I just, it did not appeal to me, but it appealed to you, Brian. So it's great that we have this. I mean, I don't know if it appealed to me. Oh, it shocking. Like... It would appeal to Brian to get in a pool with a whole bunch of moms <laughs> in a bathing suit and bathing suits. Shocking. Oh, no, like, let's, now let's, let's, let's going down the wrong road here. I'm saying like, <laughs> um, I'd be more like, be like, Rib, just go ahead and jump. Or like, if we're running around, like, I think, you know, it's like a risk thing. It's like, yeah, sure. Like, she's going to be fine. Like, who cares? Like, mm -hmm. you know, like, well, like, 
I'll like move a vehicle around the driveway and River will be in the Jeep and like hanging out. And Katie's like, oh my gosh, she's going to, I'm like, she's fine. She's not going to fall out. Like, you know, I'll grab her if she starts to like teeter. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's, it's just like the difference between like dads and moms, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess the point of this article is we should keep you guys around. Yeah. Uh, I guess we will. And you help our children be better people. So good job, Great. Dad. Mom's the word. Okay, and now it's um, it's Brian's. What were you? You were already saying you weren't sure when you were allowed to go on your tangent. It's your favorite time in the morning. It's, I'm not. Um, I don't know. Your dad's the word. It's your dad's the yeah. word, right? Dad's so, the word. Yeah, well, what do you got? As I listen to all these other things again, like cornstarch and like different tricks. Like I think I guess we did talk about that little baby swing thing that you and I really found helpful. That our we friends can use gave that us. for the next podcast. Yeah. don't worry. We'll, we'll bring that yeah. up in the future, but. I was just, again, sort of like in defense of dads because, you know, dad being around is really helpful for the benefit. It's just like all the different skills that a dad, you know, needs to have. So like, we'll call them dad skills or man skills. And it's like, there's different skills when you're like a bachelor, for example, you know, and one of my friends will test this all the time because we'll get to an argument with Katie as she has her eyes closed and she's rolling. I'm like, you know, doing my own laundry taking care of the house, cleaning, all those things occurred before Katie came along, you know? And of course they happen a little more frequently now that Katie's in my life, but it wasn't like those things didn't exist, you know? And then you get into like being a dad. Now you got to know how to change a diaper, you know, uh, put the baby back to sleep. Have a, I, I, I think some of these things are like, as I go down this list, it's like, as a man, you need to like know how to drive stick shift, jump a car battery, start a fire, change a tire. Um, uh, I think somebody, I can do all of those things, P.S. You can change a tire? Mm. <laughs> so, <the laughs> reason, I, but I, I think a lot of women can do a lot of I think a lot of women too. can, too. Can, yeah. Brian, can you like, cut the crap and get to your real man skills yeah, that like, are ridiculous? What is like, the, the advice that, that you're, you're talking giving? about? Except, yeah, okay, the so, mid so, so, julep party, like the real man skills. Not changing a diaper. Like, let's get what to like, what you really... Situation? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So let me finish the, the, the dad skill thing, because in fact, we talked about this in the backyard. I think, Karen, like I said, you might have been listening to this, but talking about like teaching your kids stuff. Like, for example, my dad taught my sisters how to change a flat tire. I think it's like something everybody should who's driving a car should know how to do. And Greg was like, yeah, like I just want my girls to be able to recognize like, you know, when the oil light is on and to just not, you know, not keep driving or like if you're dragging the gas pump along behind you because you forgot to take the, the pump out of your uh, car and you drove away to recognize that like huge sound coming out of the back of your car. So <laughs> things like that, like dad skills that you can teach kids like now, like on my list, parallel parking, right? Kids. Did you have an actual list that you wrote out? I mean, it was like a mental list, but I did I did take wow. a couple notes because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pre, I'm a, I like to prepare. One of the articles so, I did want to talk about in this thing was like the hundred skills a man should have, and it is. It's like, can you give a toast? Can you start a fire? You know, all that kind of type of stuff. So I think these are just all good good man skills and stuff. What about the, just what about the, you have to like be able to ride a motorcycle. So when you're in Mexico and someone okay, kidnapped, okay. So you can like jump again, a like, motorcycle. on vacation and let's say you happen to get kidnapped and like you're bound up in this little warehouse and you, and you manage to break free and you, and you break out and there's an old motorcycle over there, like a kickstart thing. And like me, I'm going to know how to jump on that thing and take off like Indiana Jones and get out of there. It's like, that's a good skill to have. Like I feel bad for the guy who's like breaks out of his like hostage captor. And then it's like, oh, man, if I only knew how to ride a motorcycle, I'd be home free. 
You know? Well, guess what? If you are a woman in Mexico tied up, you'd also need to learn how to ride a motorcycle. So I don't think it has to do anything with being a man or not. There's not always a man there to save the day to, to, to a shiny knight to come ride in and save the woman from her, you know, damsel uh, and hostage hostage situation. Like a woman needs to be able to, woman needs to take care of herself. She doesn't need a man to change all these tires and stuff. I can go to a service place and they can do it for me. These are not exclusive man skills. In fact, I think I let it off. My dad taught my sisters how to change their tires. So I think these are man skills that should be dad skills that maybe they can teach their daughters. Like what I should have done is I should have come up with a quiz for you guys and been like, how many of these skills do you all have? You know. Well, here's the question. Um, I don't. I would say that my husband doesn't need know how to do half of those things. Well. You know, so John, what is that? So, John has other talents. You know what I mean? Do you want like, us to send Brian over? <laughs> do we need to have like a dad class? I mean, so, listen, I have to learn some things. You know, like I was like, I was changing out this light switch the other day, and I'm like, this could either go really well, or I could be like <laughs> dead on the kitchen floor tomorrow morning. Like, if, you know what I mean? Like, I turned the whole power off to the house because I couldn't figure out like, you That's know, probably our, smart. <laughs> our old '50s rancher. It was like I, I was like, I think I'm turning off this light switch, but I might be turning off, you know, the dishwasher. You know what I mean? Like it was right. very poorly labeled. So well, let's just call them people skills, okay? okay. These That's are probably skills. more appropriate. It's very, okay. it's very 2020 of us to call them people skills. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. we will we will um we will try to assemble this this people skills list and include this in our show notes so that everyone can check <laughs> up and make sure that they are prepared for life. Brian style. And I yeah, think, I know how to run. Here's another how to thing, escape. Like a, a future uh, a people skills quiz for you ladies. Oh, you know what I mean? Like we can have podcast. a little, little garage, little little driveway tutorial on like tire changing, little oil changing, things like that. Okay. Who here knows how to drive a stick shift? Okay. We're moving on to the third article. <laughs> We're moving on to, to the third article. <laughs> to the anchor moms, apparently. Um, all right, the next article is from the New York Times, and um, this one is, is kind of funny and kind of really sad at the same time, depending on what your name is. Uh, it's, called a, it's called A Brief History of Karen, as in the name Karen. In 1965, it was the third most popular baby name in the United States. In 2018, it was the 635th Whoa! most popular, and today so it's even less popular so I know you guys have seen these memes uh, about about the Karens. There's always a, a Karen, and you always have to enunciate the K to the word Karen because she's just the worst human being, the worst representation of of any fem- female. I think it's I think Karen is supposed to be a, a white female at that. Um, so this whole article from the New York Times is, is interviewing actual women named Karen. And, um, you know, it, and they're saying, hey, it's more than just a joke. It's actually kind of hurtful to these women. And some of them actually feel ashamed that their name is Karen. They interviewed one woman who changed her name, legally changed her name. It was Karen. She changed it to something else because uh, she was tired of being associated with this so-called um uh, you know, this identity that's been created for Karen. Um, and then the article kind of goes into, you know, why, why the name Karen, why not Sarah or Cynthia or something. And, and one of the reasons is because the way you can say it, you get a lot of aggression out when you get that K out, Karen. right? The, the Karen, the Karen, it just kind of like, I don't know why the way you, you enunciate it, but, um, anyways, you know, I don't know if anyone, if, if you guys realize this, um, 
Karen is one of our anchor moms. So, <laughs> Karen, how do you feel about it? Karen, how do you feel about all of this? Hold on, I'm just crying over here. Um, uh, let me compose myself. Um, you guys, I did not know it had gotten this bad, to be oh, honest. Oh, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Um, so, first of all, I want to start by saying I don't have a blonde bob, which is one of, yes, like, the do. Karen... I do not have a blonde no, bob. Like the that's my I mean, the haircut that they're talking about is that like I like to Kate, hear Kate Goslin haircut of like K plus eight. Like oh, remember that? No, no, that's no, no, no. the bob. Guys, let me be the arbitrator. About. She does not have the Karen bob. Okay. Thank you, Brian. She, she, she has like I don't think she does either. Yeah. Um, you have short blonde hair. I don't have I don't have the blob the bob that's like pictured in the memes. Okay. You don't. You don't. You don't. Um, thank you. Uh, I don't think, I really thought hard about it. I don't think I've ever asked to speak to a manager, which is another, like, Karen quality. Um, huh. I've never called the police on black people, for the record. Huh. Um, what are the other things? Oh, not wearing a mask in public. I always wear a mask in public. Um, so, so just off the bat, I would like to say that as a Karen, I have done none of the Karen things that are listed in this stereotype. Um, mm -hmm. I did, though, after reading this article and I will include these in the show notes, found a couple of articles in defense of Karen, because now apparently people feel like they need to write articles saying, wait a minute, Karens aren't that bad. Um, did you know there are one million Karens in the U.S. right now? We can't all be that bad. Um, and one of the quotes from, from one of the in defense of Karen articles said, seeing my name used as a randomly selected lazy label for racist, privileged white women behaving badly is soul-crushing. Hmm. And I, you know, I, I knew the memes were going on. I kind of knew, knew about a lot of this and it really didn't bother me, honestly, until I read this article and realized how, how, like the level of hatred there is. And then I started looking at some of the memes, the Karen memes, and I'm literally like, looking through these memes, like crying last night, like, wow, why does everybody hate Karen so much? It's just not fair. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a very interesting phenomenon. Unfortunately, it, it came about with my name. Um, yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's not fun to be the one I wouldn't, who yeah, randomly I wouldn't was like the name. That. Yeah. I wouldn't like that. The only good news is, is this article, the New York Times article says, like, listen, don't expect this to be around for long. Like, it's going to go the way of, like, negative Nancy, hot mess, um, term basic. I feel like I still use maybe all of those. Oh, I do. I, I do as well. But also it said this should fade in the next decade. Oh, only 10 years. In here and out of here will, before you know it. I will also say that one of my very good friends is named Karen. And she has started introducing herself as Kay instead of Karen. What? Oh, yes. What? She has changed how she introduces herself to people who she's just meeting because of this whole thing. And she oh recently God. texted me and said, have you thought of changing your name? I'm saying I'm, I'm going by Kay now instead of Karen. Um, yeah, it's a thing. And, and it is kind of crazy that I, I'm glad Ingrid brought up like the reason and the fact that like the name Karen sounds so like, it's just so harsh when it comes out of your mouth. I don't know, guys. I feel like I'm a pretty like likable person. I don't know how I ended up with this such a yeah. name that everybody no, hates. I, I don't know. I feel like like I'm more of a Karen than like Karen is a Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you haven't said much. What are your thoughts on, on the well, Karen? Well, I mean, I'm gonna. I, I, Katie, like, it makes makes fun of me here, but I like like two months ago, I was like, does Karen realize that there's a Karen thing? And Katie's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh yeah, it's like it's all over the Twitter. Like everybody. <laughs> 
on a Karen. So I like, I feel bad. Um, but yeah, I think, I think you're right. It's just going to go the way of like, funny, like, I think we use negative Nancy in our house. We don't use the word basic, but like, you know, I don't think we've ever invoked a Karen. You know what I mean? In, not I, yet. I hope oh. not. Nope. Of course not. Of course not. So we're not going to, we're not going to start invoking Karens all of a sudden. And I think it will go away. It's definitely, uh, a bad time to be a Karen on. I'm sorry. Like I think it would, <laughs> as if enough isn't going on in this world. Like we've I got this we pandemic. Gonna, I know. I know. Just now wait. Just just name. give it a decade and you'll be fine. Don't worry, Kay. Don't worry. <laughs> all right. So let's wrap up with this um, quiz that we've done for all the dads. Um, so I'm working Katie on my panelist in- over here. Hold on. I'm I'm, I'm going to send an email out here. You know, oh so. my gosh. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready for the okay. What is Katie's favorite color? Ooh, I'll tell you, this is a tough one because she likes some weird colors. Uh, the gate, not doing what? great, Brian. For much debate, I'm going to go with yellow. Oh, you got it. Orange or yellow. Okay. Katie's, job, favorite, <clears throat> Katie's favorite song, and I think I could have gotten this one, so I hope you can. Oof. Again, lots of, lots of possibilities. I'm going to go with Into the Mystic. Van Morrison. Ding, 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 ding. How you got it. This? I'm like, did you like see my answer somehow? And I did not call your sister. These are like legitimate, like you can, <laughs> you can ask her, text her right now. There was no um, Favorite holiday? Oh, easy. Christmas. Katie mm-hmm. Christmas. She wants to, she has, she plays Christmas music over the summer. Like it's right now. We've late. already talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. I know. We all love um, it. Who is most likely to deal with a spider? Easy. Me. <laughs> okay yeah but, Brian. she said she said the, brian should i, should I put on the uh, man skills who's likely to go into the crawl space or get oh, on the, uh, the deck okay okay uh who takes longer to get ready oh easy katie yeah mm-hmm. i mean look at my hair it's simple you know in and out <laughs> <laughs> um funniest oh uh, i mean i'm sure she'll say herself um, cause I, like I said, like, depending on her mood, I'm either funny or not funny at all. So like, you know, I'll go with her. Okay. Good choice. Good choice. <laughs> she did say that your sense of humor involves America's funniest home videos. Is that true, Brian? Listen, what is wrong with some good, wholesome television? And like, I will never get tired of watching somebody get like hit in the groin or like fall down. <laughs> Slippery icy steps, like, like that made you just laugh right now just hearing about it. Like that, I will never get tired of it. So yes, I enjoy some funniest home videos. And again, like part of the man skill, right? Like, can you can you like do some minor plumbing work and then go inside and enjoy a little family friendly show? Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> oh my, who's most fashionable? <clears throat> oh, I mean Katie by far, but also like I don't care. I mean it's like. Like to me, a t-shirt's like an old friend. Like you've had that shirt for ten years. I'm like exactly. Like that's a great shirt. Like we go way back. You know how many like you know how many date nights I went out in college in that Abercrombie and Fitch shirt. Like I slayed in that shirt like twenty something years ago. Like why would I want to get rid of that shirt? It was still it's perfect. Because you're married to a new woman. That's why. <laughs> and also, also mostly because it's Abercrombie and Fitch. So like from nineteen. I think that went bankrupt Listen, like twenty years ago. Now, yeah. Now maybe it's like, mowing shirt or like you know chopping wood that type kind of thing like you never chop wood stop that's not even a thing it's on my my man list okay so um better driver oh easy me like backwards backwards i could drive better backwards Mm. katie says it's her she says she says you're a crazy new york driver you're really aggressive and it's terrifying 
I think growing up in New York, it possesses you with a certain set of skills, skills that like serve you well. Here's our second list. On the Cross Bronx Expressway, et cetera, et cetera. Like knowing when to merge, not merge. Like it's just, I'm just like kind of at a higher level, I think that she doesn't understand like driving wise. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> wow. <clears throat> Alrighty. Uh, better dancer. Ooh, I don't think either one of us are very good dancers. <laughs> um, I'm sure she'll say her, and I'd, I'd probably agree. I mean, I'm definitely like white man's overbite. You know, I just got a couple of moves. I'm like in that movie. <laughs> is, is that one of them? I mean, yeah, pretty much. You know what I mean? I call that <laughs> like the thumbs over the shoulder. You know, the thumbs sort of up. Yeah, <laughs> I give that a thumbs down. But. <laughs> yeah, like it's that definitely not my forte. Like I guess I need to add it to the list of like skills, like you know, but that ballroom you need dancing. To learn. Definitely, yeah, yeah, okay. not in my well, repertoire. And just so you know, Katie said neither, but Brian for his sheer enthusiasm. Okay, I mean it's so, true. I bring, at least I do you're trying with your thumbs up. Like better, better, like probably worse than better. But I, I'll, at least I'm out there. I'm, that's a big thing. If you're at a wedding, this is my rules, young person. Like your job at a wedding is to just be out there dance. Like don't be like the guy sitting at the table just eating. Like the only reason you got invited to that wedding was to bring some energy and get the old people up and dance. Right. So. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Lots of lots of wisdom to take away here. I folks, have a lot of Brian. theories, a lot of wisdom. You guys wow. should probably have me on once a month and just to impart some more okay. stuff. Okay. We right. probably should. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, how did I do my quiz? Oh, you did right. I think you, you only do? got one wrong. Do you have any Do you have oh, any parting God. words for the anchor moms? Anything no, no, that no, you've I been wanting to get out off your chest? I mean, like, I think, I think we just need a whole dad podcast, although I'm not sure your listeners would really like it. And I could tell that it looks on your face. You guys think that's a terrible idea. So no, I think you guys are doing great. I don't think it's, I don't think it's a terrible idea. We will consider it. It only took a year to get you guys on the podcast. So maybe it'll take another year. Before, maybe next year. Before all maybe the dads take over. All right, Brian. Well, thanks for being here. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, you bet, guys. Thank you. Bye. 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 So. coffee on air or uh, no sneeze things what? like that i do it all the time we i know, know. Yeah. we know <laughs> we know we know i gotta, I gotta, appropriate. Find, I gotta find my mute button open. <laughs> you don't want to have the gulp the karen gulp <sighs> I, li I listen enough it's a tough it's a tough crowd here brian just get ready it's a tough crowd <laughs> no. no one holds back <laughs> <laughs> poor karen i know i know Ankle Moms, the, the park. park. <laughs> oh. Thanks for listening.